Okay, this is Alive and Thriving. Hello, welcome. Today I am going to be talking you through three of the most common things that I see contributing to burnout in my clients who are business owners. And so I thought if I shared these things with you today, that this might really help you to feel like you are not at the helm of your business and that you can actually put strategies into place. Absolutely. And some of those strategies are going to be actual strategy within your business. But what we're going to talk about today is more energetics. Okay, ways that you can prevent burnout within your business, feel good within yourself, keep your well-being as a priority whilst you are still operating a thriving business that just isn't draining you. Because something I hear so, so often, and I've experienced it myself, I even picked myself up on it the other day, the other night I was laying in bed and I was like, I could do this and content, and this and that. And I know that with my human design, it is common that when I'm out living life, I'm going to have these downloads. But I was then like, okay, sit up, write these down, do this. And then I was like, hang on a minute. You set some very strong boundaries at the beginning of the year to not be working in bed at nighttime, unless it was like a really fun, creative way to not to not be always on because that was one of those key distinctions that I really made between the job that I was being paid to do again, nine to five, not so much nine to five, (laughs) eight till whenever, 7.30 till whenever, nighttime phone comes home with you. You're paid to work these certain hours, but Because those hours don't allow for the amount of tasks allocated of which when you are in that employed state, you often don't have much control over. And that is something really key difference between employment and your business. Even though I know you might be thinking, but I have this never ending list of things to do in my business. And we're going to talk about that as one of our very first points. I know. I understand, but there are ways that we can move around that, outsourcing being one, but I'm going to talk about actually working with your business as its own energy, energetic entity shortly. But one of those key distinctions was that I realized that those tasks that were never ending, that I didn't have control over in sense of what was allocated within my role, because I didn't have enough time during the day. And I don't like saying those words enough time because I very much know that we create time, but in that employment trading dollars for hours situation, you are paid to be there for a certain amount of time and you are expected to deliver certain tasks throughout that time. Now, if there is not, if there are too many tasks to achieve within that time, (laughs) notice I tried to not say there is not enough time. If there are too many tasks to achieve within that time, then you can't switch off. And if there's stress happening at work, and if you're worried about something, and if your energies are clashing, and if you have things going on at home that are not being dealt with or within yourself that are not being dealt with, and you are showing up to work in a state of fight or flight, 
then this is also going to contribute to always being on. Now, I hear it with my clients who have businesses. I feel like I'm always on. And that's, again, how I can circle back to me the other night laying in bed. It was like 9 o'clock, then it was 10 o'clock, and then it was 11 o'clock. And I was just wired. And I realized, oh, no, we're not going back to this. And I have so much self-awareness. I was able to pick up what was happening I was beginning to feel like I had to always be on because my business has just expanded into this next level, okay, and because I have reached my next level and that next level has come with new programs, which has come with new tasks. And so I, the very next day, literally sat down and I was like, what do we outsource with this? How do we make this so that I don't always have to be on? That is just something that I think we don't realize that we can actually have control over. And it's not just in our business. I know when we've got parenting thing duties and we've got households to run and we've got just life, it's really hard to feel like that we can actually switch off. And I say it's just helping you to feel like that constant loop of noisy thoughts that feels overwhelming can have a pause switch and without having that emotional attachment behind it that makes you feel like guilt or feel like you're not going to be successful or like your business is not going to keep functioning if you don't do these things or like you don't get to be present with your kids on the weekend because that content's not done or you didn't email that thing or there's just too much to do just as we get into this episode I really do just want to invite you if you are somebody who feels like you cannot switch off to come along to my upcoming tap away your mental load it is an EFT immersion so EFT tapping is one of my favorite tools to use to switch off and that is because we are desensitizing the emotion behind the stress behind the thoughts that are keeping the stress alive, the thoughts alive, the stress, oh my goodness, the stress that is keeping the thoughts alive. (laughs) And so tapping is phenomenal for that. It is really amazing to help you disconnect the emotional connection between the thoughts you're having and the emotions that you're feeling. Therefore, enabling you to come into the moment, enabling you to think a thought without being emotionally triggered by it, And so I have created this one hour experience that is completely free, by the way. There's two live dates to choose from with a replay. It is completely free. And we are going to be in that hour softening the endless noise of thoughts. We are going to be relaxing your physical body, lowering our stress hormone cortisol. Do you know when we are constantly switched on? And we are on that trajectory to burnout or we're just stressed. We're not quite at burnout yet, but we are just always on. There is so much tension through the body. We are on high alert. We are hypervigilant. We are ready for fight or flight. Like we are ready to attack a predator or to flee from something that is potentially dangerous for us. And the reality is though, is that those thoughts that are keeping us always on 
that is keeping our body in this hypervigilant state. So we are going to relax your body. We are going to lower stress hormones. And then we are going to go through with EFT and re, and we're doing all of this with tapping. And we're going to reframe old beliefs that are keeping you in the mindset that prioritizing your well-being as a business owner, as a human first, remember, is selfish and that you don't have time to look after yourself, even though go back to, oh, what is it? Episode might be 84, 86. I can't quite remember, but your nervous system is the CEO of your business. It is the CEO of your life. Okay. So this is why we need to be working on these things. So that's what we're going to do in that hour together. And you are going to leave feeling calm, feeling grounded, and with practical tools to manage stress moving forward. So I'm going to link down in the show notes, the dates for these two episodes and episodes for these two immersions. And it's totally free. So I'd love for you to come along. And if you can't make the live date, register and you will get a replay sent to you straight afterwards. But what I really want to deliver you in this experience is a different kind of experience to what you are having in your everyday life. Because in your everyday life, if you are always on, then you are always on the go. Okay. You are so likely, you, you are functioning outside of your emotional window of tolerance. And you've probably normalized things like a racing mind and working all hours, even when you are exhausted and feeling like your mood is always on edge. Maybe even your body tinkering on burnout. So I want to deliver you a different experience for that hour. So your nervous system can start to see, you can start to create evidence that you can switch off. And because of the way that tapping works, it is very likely that you will actually desensitize some stress and emotion behind some of the things that you are experiencing in your world. So it's going to be a really great experience. Again, completely free. So come and join me and together we are going to switch off. And now let's dive right into the rest of the episode. You're listening to Alive and Thriving with Jessica Reed, the podcast that's all about empowering you to achieve optimal wellness and success through self-care, holistic practices, and raw conversations. Jessica and her expert guests are here to share powerful insights and strategies to help you overcome stress and anxiety, take charge of your life, and thrive in life and in business. Grab a cuppa and let's dive in. So as I shared at the beginning, I have been observing. I work with a lot of women who come to me because they have reached burnout or they are trying to recover from burnout. And most of the time, the story starts with my business has burnt me out. Okay. My business has burnt me out. And whilst that might be very true, There are other components to it that I see when we start diving into it. And so what I really want to start by sharing here in my observations, okay, is that burnout is very holistic. Your business may be contributing to your burnout, 
But if you were in your emotional window of tolerance whilst you were working your business, if you were regulated when you turned up to work, if you were, oh yeah, if you were regulated when you turned up to work, if you're operating from your emotional window of tolerance, if you were not suppressing emotions and stress and doing all of these things that you think you should be doing in your business, even if they're not right for you, even if that is not strengths-led for you, it's, it's a holistic picture. And again, I've said this before, when as humans, we are people, so we have our emotions and we have our experiences and we don't just magically switch into different nervous systems when we're going between life and business. Okay, so if you are operating day-to-day outside of your emotional window of tolerance at home, it is very likely that it's filtering into your business. And if you are operating out of your business outside of that emotional window of tolerance, then it is very likely that it is filtering into your home world. And you might think, oh no, my business makes me really happy. Your home makes me really happy, but you are still functioning outside of that emotional window of tolerance or you wouldn't be tinkering to burnout or already happened burnout. And so what, and and I'm not even saying that this has happened quickly because this doesn't often this doesn't happen quickly. This is a gradual buildup, sometimes even for years and years of emotional suppression. When we start going through the emotional clearing process, and I always use the body to see where we're going to go in a session. And I guarantee we don't end up doing our emotional clearing work on the business events that led to burnout. We do our emotional clearing work on trauma, on grief, on a on a mind and a body that has been pushed well and truly beyond its capacity to cope with stress for years leading into the burnout. Things that you deem irrelevant to, or oh, my clients have deemed irrelevant to their burnout because what's happening in the business is the straw that broke the camel's back. And the things that I guess it's like you're building, think of it like an iceberg. What we see in our business burnout is the very tip of the iceberg, but what else is happening underneath? And again, this is my observation with clients that I have worked with. Even right down to having beliefs around business being hard, that they grew up with, money being hard. And when we have these beliefs, we are entering this space ready to make it hard because our our body can't accept another way of being because another way of being outside of those beliefs doesn't feel safe and it doesn't feel right. So these are, again, things that I have observed with clients. And so as I've been observing these, I've kind of summarized three key areas that I have seen when helping these beautiful women recover from burnout. And when I've been helping women who are just tinkering on that edge to try to not tip over into burnout. So the first one 
is co-creating with your business and working with it as a separate entity. So I have chatted about this before, and this is something that we do very first in our foundations work in the Transcendence Mastermind is look at the business as its own energy. And you can go back to Jazz Jervis's episode. She spoke about this really beautifully. But when we are viewing our business as a separate entity and as its own separate energy, Again, in that foundations work, we are connecting in the mastermind, we are connecting with the energy of our business and working with it, detaching our own identity, even if we are a personal brand, detaching our own identity from the business. And when we can work in co-creation, when we can have the business as its own entity and its own energy and ourselves as its own as our own energetic entity then we can actually start to work in harmony with the business and we can start to actually ask questions we can open up dialogue with this energy like this is where I am at right now this is what my physical body is experiencing this is what I need in order to cope in order to get by day to day how can we still navigate this business because remember your business as its own energy will just keep going it will keep going and that's why it feels like your business never ever wants to switch off (laughs) that's why you can keep giving and giving and the tasks will never end and the more you give it the more it will take not because it is an energy vampire not because it is sucking the life out of you but because it is its own energy. It's its own energetic creation. Your business has values that align with yours, but may also go deeper into other areas than your personal values do. Your business has a mission. It has a movement. Your business has a purpose, but your business is not entangled in your identity. And I'm going to say that again. Because I know for, and this may be an unpopular opinion, and for those who say my business is my baby, again, your business is not entangled in your identity. You are a separate energy to your business. That's what I, and if you have your identity tangled up in your business, then when then you are very likely, and I would really invite you to be really aware of, if things aren't going well, in your business, if people are cancelling, if you are having a quieter period, if things are a bit stagnant, if someone leaves a negative review, if something is happening, if you have an unsuccessful launch or your perceived version of unsuccessful and your identity is entangled in your business, then what is the stories around your self-worth that you are taking on? Just think about that. So if we can view our business as its own separate entity, then again, we get to co-create. And co-creation means that we can work with and alongside and again, meet the business where it's at and the business can meet you where it's at, where you're at. 
And this means that you don't have to always be on. This means that you start to look at ways that your business can keep going because again, that's the energy of it. It's going to just keep being the business. But you as that driver of the business vehicle, you need to be able to be human and to adapt. And sorry, your business needs to be able to adapt to how you are showing up. So we can look at when your business is its own energy and its own entity, how does it keep going when you need moments to be human, when life happens, when challenges happen? That's the first thing that I notice is that the business has taken over the person's whole world. And I said at the beginning, and I don't say this lightly, but radical responsibility says we've allowed that to happen because we thought we were doing the right thing, because we probably felt really energized and creative at the beginning of it as well, until it just snowballed into something bigger. Leading into my second point, without boundaries. So boundaries in our business, boundaries in our life, boundaries within ourself. I told you at the beginning of this episode that I very intentionally at the beginning of the year, said to myself, I am not going to be taking my notebooks up to bed so that I could try and like work. And it was just this feeling like I had to always be on. And a couple of nights ago, when I was just like, go, I realized that I wasn't switching off and I had set some boundaries. And so that self-awareness made me realize that I wasn't honoring those boundaries that I had set. Boundaries are really important, particularly when it comes to avoiding burnout. And we might say, oh, I struggle putting boundaries in place with people because we maybe there's a fear of conflict. We've got a whole tapping circle, by the way, on boundaries. And this is also something that we very much support in the mastermind. But we've got a whole tapping circle on boundaries that you can access in the tapping in a circle in your replay vault. Boundaries. With people, we often fear, we feel like we're not worthy or we fear conflict. There's different reasons why we don't keep boundaries with people. Why are we keeping boundaries with our business? If we have these blurred lines between personal time, just like when we have our job, our traditional nine to five job, and we come home and the work phone rings, so we answer it or we check our phone and we notice there's an email. And so we respond to it, even though it's eight o'clock at night and our daughter's reading to us, but we feel like in our gut, oh my goodness, if I don't respond to this. I have this conversation a lot around the home. My partner and I both run businesses. I set times where I choose to look at my work. I said times where I choose to jump into Slack, where I choose to jump onto social media, where I choose to reply to emails. I get to have that flexibility. But if I notice a Voxer thing pop up and it's eight o'clock at night, I have learned and I've used tapping for this because I did feel like, oh, that person, what if they don't work with me anymore because I don't respond to their Voxer straight away? It's eight o'clock at night and I'm with my kids and they're human. So they get that, but they have full permission to voxer me anytime, anytime. That's a part of the, that's a part of this service. 
But my choice and my responsibility back to them is to respond when I can. Not at midnight. Not the second I get the Voxer. And so I actually had to do some tapping on that physical sensation and that belief that I wasn't serving my client properly if I didn't respond straight away. Boundaries between personal time and business, without upholding them, they lead to burnout. And that is, again, one of the most common things that I see with the women that I work with, boundaries, boundaries with their business. Okay. So no, I'm switching off now. This is it. Business time is done. Boundaries within their personal time, boundaries within their behavior, boundaries even within their emotional state. How do you choose to allow these things to impact you? So setting boundaries, again, it can feel hard. And whether and maybe some of the boundaries in your business are coming from that that need to please or that that belief or that fear that you'll lose clients if you're not answering your phone at eight o'clock on a Sunday morning or that someone won't book with you if you don't respond to their inquiry at 10 o'clock on a Friday night. People will respect you more with your boundaries, particularly if you are role modeling boundaries, particularly if you are in a service-based business that that teaches, that helps people to implement and hold their own boundaries. So having these boundaries in place protects your energy. And if you are struggling to implement boundaries, then jump into the tapping inner circle. It's only $23 a month. Jump into the tapping inner circle and explore all of the previous resources in there. We have a whole one on boundaries. When we tap, we are lowering the resistance, okay? So tapping on what you are scared to hold a boundary for and then finding the reason why and tapping on that is going to help you feel strong enough to hold your boundaries. The final point that I want to chat about today is keeping your energetic field clear. When I was observing... And this is something I actually started getting deeper into at the beginning of the episode when I was observing the women that I've worked with in the space of burnout. As I said, the business is generally the tip of the iceberg, okay? When we go through our emotional state, when we go through the clearing, when the body leads us to where we are going to be working in a session, It is usually remembering that emotions are energy in motion and our energy field internally, our meridian systems, our chakras, they are stagnant and they are stagnant because we have suppressed emotions. We have not allowed ourselves to fully express and release, process emotional challenges and emotional experiences that we have had Sometimes for years, as I said before, for years and years leading into the burnout, but because it's happened at home and because I don't think about it much anymore, it doesn't seem relevant. Or because I thought I dealt with that because I spoke about it, it doesn't seem relevant. 
But the thing is with just speaking about something, when we're speaking about something, we are just re-firing off the same pathway and reaffirming it. And that is why it's why I so, so believe that somatic and energetic processes are so key to actually being able to process and release something that we need to deal with, something that we've experienced. And if you've been suppressing emotions for a long time, it's a classic example of someone, this isn't burnout, but this is a client that I worked with very early on in my business. And she came to me for panic attacks that came out of nowhere. These really sudden, intense panic attacks. What we discovered was that she had been living in a prolonged state of stress. And remember that burnout is going to come from, for you, a prolonged state of stress. It's going to impact you mentally, physically, and emotionally. And so she had been living in this prolonged state of stress. So we looked at, okay, so what's been happening more recently? Oh, no, I've been okay recently. I don't know where these panic attacks have come from. But I did just renovate my home. And, oh, my husband's been having a lot of mental health challenges recently. Oh, and I actually had to have a surgery to remove some cancer cells in my, I think she's, what was it, maybe her uterus, I can't quite remember. But, oh, and that happened two years ago. And did you process it? Oh, no, I didn't really deal with it because my husband needed this. And then we started planning our renovation. And then that took too long. And then it just went on and there were so many events and we tracked back to about seven years of significant, all seemingly different, right from having children, right from when she was first pregnant with her first child, stress, problems in the workplace, problems at home, health challenges. And so when we looked at that, that that stack of evidence and that stack of sequences of events, that meant that her panic attacks did not suddenly come out of nowhere. It meant that her body had finally gone, radio, I have had enough. I am very clearly not safe because I have been living in this prolonged state of stress, fear, and different varying levels of anxiety for a really long time, danger, and then we go into an overreaction of our stress response, which is a panic attack. Triggered at home by her husband, by, by things that he was unintentionally saying that was triggering her from emotions that she had experienced when he was at in his most challenging times. Fueled by the fact that she was operating day-to-day outside of her emotional window of tolerance, thinking that because that event had finished and she was into her next stressful challenge, that it had all passed. Now, this is a very similar story to a client recently working with burnout. Looking back, did you deal with this grief? No, I didn't have time. Did you deal with this stress? No, I didn't have time. But no, this is happening now with my children. And you can see how this then leads and very much contributes 
to her tolerance of stress. And so when things start to get stressful in the business, when they feel overwhelming, when they feel too much, we're already past our window of tolerance. We're already past our emotional capacity to to deal. And so this is going to really impact burnout. And so yes, changes need to be made in the business. But we also need to be clearing our energetic field because remember, we're not talking about business strategy today because, again, if your business has led you to burnout, then there will absolutely be things in your business that need to change, okay? There will likely be a lot of misalignment with what you are offering and what you are doing and where you actually want to be. But keeping your energy field clear If you are somebody who works with people, if you are in the coaching, the healing, service-based, business space, and you are taking on or, or holding space for other people's emotions and you don't have energetic practices to keep your field clear and you don't have somebody a supervision space or a mentor space or a mastermind space this is part of the reason why we created the transcendence mastermind if you don't have somewhere someone or something to help you to release the triggers inside of you as they come up to help you identify when your energy is actually being impacted by your clients if you don't hold boundaries within your with your clients with your business if you let your business take over you and your own identity, if you're not clearing your energy field, not only between clients, but daily, then you're going to burn out. You're likely to burn out very quickly. Our emotional regulation, our emotional field, our external energy, everything we need to be protecting internally, externally, Remembering our thoughts are going to impact our emotions. So keeping that clear and clean as well. Another great reason to have mentors. Because so often when we're in it, it feels big and it feels heavy. And so there are so many different techniques. And I really would love you to explore your own techniques. Find something, find rituals, find ways that feel good for you that you are likely to actually use in your business, in your day-to-day life so that you can manage the emotional highs and lows because as a business owner, there are always going to be emotional highs and lows. Okay, I'd be lying if I said it was easy. It's not easy. But you get to take control over the perception of stress that you have internally. And again, my favorite way to do that is with tapping, is with EFT. So I'm going to leave it there because I think that I have offered today a lot for you to think about. If you feel like you are tinkering on the edge of burnout, if you have hit burnout and you are in that holistic recovery space, because remember that when we are recovering from burnout, it is not just a matter of implementing changes in your business. You have been impacted physically, mentally, emotionally. So we need to return back to our survival mode basics, okay? Our five survival mode basics. Now I'm going to forget them. (laughs) 
breathing, water, sleep, nutrition, and movement. These are our five survival mode basics. We come back to that. And then you get curious and you give yourself permission to start exploring your internal world so that you can start to heal and you can start to release the emotional challenges or the stagnant emotions that have been suppressed and held in your body that have meant that what you are dealing with in your business is well and truly above your capacity to cope. And you give yourself time and I I am here to support you. This is the kind of work that we can do one-on-one. And then if you are looking to commit to a practice more regularly to help you prevent burnout, then come along to our EFT tapping circles. We have a monthly circle where you can come along as a guest and you experience that hour with me, different topics every month to help the human behind the business. But we also have the Tapping in a Circle membership where you get to pay less than coming along as a guest and you get access to all of the previous replays. You get access to audios where you can actually tap daily, just plug and play five to 10 minute audios so that you can intentionally lower your stress, pause, switch off, but also clear and process your emotions as well. Because as I said at the beginning, and as I'm saying now, that is one of the biggest things that is going to keep you or get you even to that level of burnout is what you are bringing in already internally, what remains unprocessed. And I'm a big believer that things come up for a reason. If you are getting to burnout, then your body has been screaming at you probably for a very long period of time. And because they might seem separate, okay, I've had these headaches. Oh, yeah, I've been seeing someone for my tummy. And my knee's been really, I've been seeing someone for my knee. And I've been working with a chiropractor on my lower back. And I've also not been sleeping well. That is a holistic picture. How long has this been happening? Oh, well, my knee started seven years ago when all of the challenges started. Your body has been screaming at you to deal with what you need to be dealing with, what is ready. I truly believe that layers come up when they're ready. So your body has been screaming at you for your attention to deal with what needs to be dealt with. And you've likely not been listening to it because you've been looking at it as single separate events, treating them as single separate events, treating the symptoms rather than the root causes when you're looking at emotional contributions, the emotional root causes. And then now, after doing that for years, and you're in this business with no boundaries and with maybe limiting beliefs, so that's again coming into our energetic field, becoming that energetic match for what we want to be creating, and you're in this business with these limiting beliefs around how you have to people please to make people happy, or you can't charge your worth, and you're over over delivering and undercharging, and all of these things. Burnout is a holistic picture. In my experience working with clients, in my experience burning out, burnout is a holistic picture, and so is the recovery of it. And you may or may not agree with me, but that is my experience.
That is the experience of my clients. It's just, we don't see that. We don't see things holistically. We don't, we're not trained as we grow to look at our health and look at everything that happens in our life as a holistic picture. So please reach out for help. Please reach out for help. If you are in that space, come along to our free EFT tapping and yeah, let's just have a chat. We'll just have a complimentary phone chat and we'll see which pathway might be the best pathway for you. So that you don't have to go through this alone so that we can support your nervous system so that we can support your emotions so that we can reprogram your mind into thoughts that are actually going to be supportive for your healing and supportive for you moving forward. And then if the next step for you is looking more into personalized strategy, strengths-based strategy with energy management, then we move you into the mastermind. There it is. Have the most amazing week. Come and share with me on Instagram what you took away from this episode. I love hearing from you. I love hearing what you took away. Have the best day. Wow, what a journey it's been today. We are so grateful for each and every one of you who tuned in to Alive and Thriving. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep growing, please consider subscribing and leaving a review on your favourite platform. It's a simple but powerful way to support a small business like ours to continue to make an impact.